You are listening to Characters Here Podcast. Interviews, discussions, stories, and events, all from your host, Arthur, artist, podcaster, and YouTuber, Sade. For more information, visit charactersheer.com. From Dallas-Fort Worth, she graduated with a degree in applied mathematics and a minor in music from Texas State University. Her resume includes audio at Boss Concert Hall, operated by the University of Texas at Austin, and front of house and monitor engineer at Georgetown Palace Theater, Texas State University, and Lone Star Cowboy Church. From live sound engineer to entrepreneur of Beats in a Bottle, today you can listen to our podcast, Let's Talk Audio. Please welcome a special guest on Characters Here Podcast, Tangela. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is so cute. I love that. Oh, yeah, that was so cute. I absolutely love that with all of my heart. I do not have such huge intros. That was no. bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am so here for that. Okay. <laughs> that was so good. How are you doing, love? <laughs> I am so good. How are you? I don't book Saturday. I'm so glad you're out here and I'm glad you like the intro. Yeah, <laughs> it was cute. I, I want it to sound right. You know, I want to make sure I'm saying the right words at the right time so people can get just yeah. a just, just a little feel, a pinch, a pinch of salt about who you are, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, just take us through it. What was your childhood like? Where were you like as a kid? Oh my god, people hated me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. I, I don't know. My childhood was weird. I, It was a childhood. Things happened. Things didn't, you yeah. know? I don't know. It yeah. creates issues as adults because that's what we all do, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure I could point to something and be like, oh yeah, this was the best childhood ever. Then I could point to something else and be like, oh my god, I had the worst childhood ever. And then people that's could true. point to me and be like, oh my god, she was awful. And then have somebody else point to me and they'll be like, oh my gosh, she was my best friend. You know, like, <laughs> it was just life. I, like, I will say this much. Um, as a kid, I, I've always had a lot of energy. And so I've always done a lot of things. So on top of that, I think, I, I, I think the biggest thing is that even to this day, I'm still a very energized and colorful person. And I think that, that, has carried over from being a kid and Mm -hmm. I think that um in terms of like being a child and stuff I don't know I've always just kind of rocked to the beat of my own drum and sometimes that got me in trouble sometimes it didn't you know I just Mm -hmm. I was out here just being obnoxious Tangela as a kid you know (laughs) (laughs) now were you able to put any of that to any school activities programs or sports yeah, no, I did everything under the sun. Absolutely. Um, I was in, I was in, uh, I, I, I did sports from a very early age. I started playing basketball, ran track, played volleyball, I did, um, I think we, t- we took gymnastic classes, cheerleading classes. Oh. We did, I mean, and those are just the sports and I continued doing sports through high school. So it's like, there's that. Oh. I, I was in theater. Um, I was mostly in the production side of things. I never really um, quite got in onto the stage for like any like major productions, but like class productions. Oh yeah, theater in that regard. Um, I took a lot of computer science, like uh, not computer science. Um, I took a, a, a engineering course while I was in school, and that was always really cool. 
we did volunteer opportunities. I did, uh, I went on mission trips. I did church events. I don't remember a time where I wasn't doing something like, <laughs> and oh, wow. I, I, it just always was something to be done. So I was doing it and that was just kind of my childhood. I feel like you may have had like a role model <laughs> or somebody that was an influencer for you. Did you? I don't think it was ever really one person, but I do think it was a group of people. And I think it was a group of people in specific times of my life. So when I was, um, like my mom has always been a huge, you know, influence in my life. And so was my stepdad and, you know, and they, they have very different approaches to like parenting, you know? And so yeah. the way that they both talk to me about different things and how to think about the world around me really added to sort of coming back around to this idea and and also originally encouraging me to be more open to the world around me but so they have always been consistent my really good friend Sydney she has also been a huge influence in my life mm -hmm. because um so she was my roommate um we were friends and then we became roommates while I was mm. at university the first time and when I was at DBU, good old Dallas Baptist University. And so while yeah. I was there, she moved in the world differently. She moved um, in a way that inspired me, but also like low-key, high-key kind of made me like a little bit jealous because I wish I had that mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, poise and that sort of way of of being able to interact with people, right? And so yeah. she was, but she was always so encouraging of me and, and the uniqueness that is me as well. And so I feel like with her as well, I was highly influenced by the way that, not because I wanted to be her or have what she had exactly, but it was just, I saw something in her that I, that I had been striving for myself. And so I, I, mm. I wanted to learn from her how to do the same thing, but in my own unique yeah. way. And I think that having her yeah. as a friend for as long as I've had, she's always kind of constantly been that sort of influence as well. She kind of shoves me out of my comfort zone more often than uh. I would prefer. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I didn't want to sit over here for now. She's like, Tangela, if you don't get over there and do something, you know? <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so that's always like a really great um, thing, I think. But I've also had that, sort of uh, encouragement not just with her but with my friends in general yeah. that's really good we I've been saying that like how we need to be around people that's gonna not just be yes men to us but they're really gonna push us and tell us what we need to hear sometimes <laughs> you may not want to hear it or recognize it but it does resurface as time goes on yes it does what Absolutely. interested you most in like taking your career path to live sound engineering and then podcast production I don't know <laughs> I mean I, <laughs> I mean I do I just I don't know how to how to put that in words okay so I think for me um so I started doing audio when I was actually like in junior high and I started doing sound I started going to church and stuff like that. And then um, one day I got to church early for like youth stuff <laughs> in the evening <laughs> and our assistant or associate youth pastor, I don't know what 
titles they had. Anyways, um, she asked me, she was like, do you want to like learn how to set this stuff up? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> and so um, then from there, I just kept doing it. Like there was, there, there literally was no like, oh my goodness, audio, I really want to know this world. It was literally just, uh. I was there and she asked me, hey, do you want to learn how to set up the microphones and stuff for when we do our youth services? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm not doing Yay. anything else. Why not? I'm bored anyway, sitting here. And then I realized a lot more of like the intricacies of it all, what it really meant. Back then, I thought that if I started doing audio, it would give me courage to like get on stage in front of people. And so, because I was always, I've always had stage fright. I've never been particularly great at being really? on stage. I know, I know. People say this all the time. They're like, how is that even possible? Especially with like, all know. that is you. <laughs> and I, and I hear you and I say to that, yeah, but like 13 year old, 14 year old, however old you are when you were in eighth grade was terrified. Yeah. She was like, you want me to stand in front of people and they supposed to look at me? Nah, fam. And then I just actually just really loved doing audio. So I never cared about getting on stage again. I felt like it it added to something that made me unique. So um, I always kind of right. viewed audio as like this super unique thing that I, that, that was unique to me. And, and it, and it added to like a self-confidence that I had and it, I don't know, it just, and so adding to my self-confidence while also, you know, learning about something that I thought was super cool and then I got into like more of like wanting to know how soundboards worked. I wanted to understand how microphones worked. And then that led me into the world of designing sound equipment and learning about how to be, in essence, an electrical engineer in a lot of ways. Um, and then now that's turned more into like how to be a software engineer because a lot of stuff is digital and it's programmed and stuff like that. And so I think that uh, that's kind of like, it's really interesting because audio is audio, but it's also comprised of several other things. And I think that's what makes it unique. And I think that's why I really enjoy being a part of that world is because not all things are the same. And because there are so many yeah. different facets to it, which is why I ended up getting a math degree um, instead of like going to school to like get an audio engineering degree. What are some techniques to good sound quality? Make sure you have quality equipment. Now, that doesn't mean expensive equipment, okay? Don't get me wrong. Expensive equipment is cool. Having the new, mm -hmm. you know, system out. Like, you know, having, like, a certain rig or whatever is, like, super cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, right. saying it's not awesome, okay? <laughs> but I do think that sometimes <laughs> having something basic works as well. Like, the Sure uh, SM uh 58 i mean sm yeah sm58 those microphones are solid okay if you want to get a yeah. 57 as well that's a solid microphone okay those both yeah. are quality solid microphones they aren't going anywhere so if you need a good sounding microphone look pick up one of the two you'll be fine you'll be fine there's no need for you to come out here to get like you know the sm7b that's like you know $200 or $2,000 or however much that microphone is. I honestly don't remember, but I know it's a really expensive microphone. Um, and everybody's like, if you're going to go into podcasting, you need this microphone. 
Uh, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's cool to have the microphone, and it's and it's right. great for a lot of reasons. However, right. it's not the only well-made quality microphone that's out there. So yes. I don't think it's I don't think it's important for people to go into debt for like quality sound. So be strategic to make your sound quality good. So getting a good microphone, getting a decent pair of headphones. Now, if mm -hmm. all you're doing with headphones is like, you know, listening to yourself back, then sure, you probably don't need like some super expensive $2,000, you know, AKG like headphones, you know, like calm down. But, you know, if you are, you know, like let's, like, let's stick with like podcasting example, or even, you know, with live sound, like let's say you need a pair of headphones for your monitors. So that way you can hear yourself on stage, you know? You don't gotta go out and buy, you know, these really expensive, you know, $1,000, $700 in-ear monitors. You can you can get something a lot cheaper. I'm not saying that, that that's where you stay, but I am saying it's, it's a start. You have to just start somewhere and be strategic mm -hmm. about what's actually important for what you're doing. And I think in terms of like mixing and in terms of like what it means to be a good sound engineer in general, you have to know what you're doing in a general sense. So learn as much as you can, whether that's reading, whether that's, you know, interning with other people, whether that's asking questions, watching YouTube videos, learn as much as you can and then practice as much as you can because all of that reading, listening, knowledge, whatever, doesn't mean anything until you can put it into actual, um, until you can actually do it, until you can put it into play. Now, you're probably gonna fail, right? Like I failed in the beginning. I was not good at being a sound engineer in the beginning. I was, I was dropping the ball, <laughs> but I had to fail a little bit, you know, in some cases a lot to get to the point where, <laughs> yeah. where I was, um able to do what I do and do it well and and I'm not saying that I'm like the best sound engineer of all time now but I'm definitely better than when I started and I think that that's um, a big part of it I think that yeah. that's a huge part of growth is just knowing that you have to start somewhere I really want to know where did you get beats in a bottle I love that title I love oh, yeah. that name <laughs> What's the story of Beats in the Bottle? That's your business. We oh, yeah. <laughs> it is my business. It's also my Instagram handle. Um, yes. Okay, right, so <laughs> I had been trying to come up with a name for my radio show when I was going to do about music and stuff, okay? I had gone to Felicia, my aunt, mm -hmm. um, who is, by the way, um, DIY interior designing house renovations person. So you should check her out on Instagram yes. at... Uh, Hello, homegirl. Uh, hello, underscore, yes. home, underscore, girl um, on Instagram. That's and right. um, also her blog that she has, also titled Hello, homegirl. So uh, my aunt, who was also featured, you know, in a <laughs> blog about, you know, DIY stuff, about people doing yes. stuff in DFW. So that person, uh, she, uh, she and I that were person. sitting in her house. Shout out, roommate. <laughs> uh, she and I were sitting in her house. <laughs> that day and uh i had been like brainstorming ideas and let me tell you they were bad they were like tangentially tangela or like you know just like oh god they were awful they were awful titles okay no. yeah they were bad they were bad okay and so i couldn't figure out what i was supposed to call myself because i was trying to come up with 
the name for the show and then I wanted the name of the show to also be what my Instagram name was going to be. We were sitting there and I was trying to come up with the name and I was trying to name this radio show and somehow beats and then I was telling Felicia asked me a question uh, something along the lines of what is it about this show that you want or something and I was with um an old friend of mine um and he and Felicia and I were sitting there we were trying to brainstorm this name and I was just and at one point I remember describing I was like honestly the way that I see it it's like if you I want to take like world music and kind of bring it into you know this world this western world of people because the people that I knew that I typically know they don't usually listen to music outside of western music and if they do it's like a little bit but it's not a ton Uh, and it's not usually as much mm -hmm. as me but I also know the people out there who are way more advanced than me when it comes to listening to like music outside of the western world but anyways Mm -hmm. so in my mind I I remember that there was a imagery from schoolhouse rock and I imagined a music note floating in the water and then I kind of come came up with this idea of like a message in a bottle and then I was like well what if it wasn't a message in a bottle and then they came up somehow with beats in a bottle now I did not put beats in a bottle together okay I just described Mm -hmm. what was in my head and I was like it's kind of like if you had a message in a bottle and then I was like, and if you put the music and I want the music to kind of be in a bottle and I, and I couldn't quite get words. And then they were like, somehow between the two of them, they came up with beats in a bottle. I want to know what keeps you motivated. Is there like a quote you live by, a book you've read or a person in your life that just keeps you going? Man, isn't that a question? Um, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't know about what keeps me motivated exactly. I think it's just more that I'm glad to have something to put energy into. Um, Like I said, I've always been very energized in general. And I feel like a lot of people over the years, whether intentional or unintentional, have always kind of been of a variety of you know, you have too much energy. You need to store that somewhere else. You need to do something else with that, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, well, what am I supposed to be doing with all of this energy? Like, I have so much yes. of it. Where is it supposed to go? First, I thought it was supposed to go into, yeah. like, my career. So I kept trying to dump all my energy into that. But then people were like, you're too much. And then, you know, I was trying <laughs> to do, you know, just different things. And people were like, you're too much. It was always you know, maybe not necessarily in those exact words, but it was always expressed Mm -hmm. or my Mm -hmm. understanding, you need to find something else to Mm -hmm. do with that. And so I think Mm -hmm. the fact that I was able to put that energy into something else and not have people tell me that I'm too much, not have people tell me you're doing too much. If you don't like my podcast, you don't have to listen to it. Nobody's forcing it on you. You know, if you don't like what I'm saying, you don't have to listen to it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like people have to sit here and and they're required to listen to let's talk audio, you know, as a podcast, like you don't have to. And so I felt like I could put that energy into it and not have people Mm -hmm. constantly critique me in terms of you have too much energy, you have too much this, you need to calm down, you know, and and all that sort of stuff. And so I think that's, 
I guess that's motivation in a way, but also I never really thought about it in terms of motivation. I just thought about it as this is some place where I can be me and say things and work out ideas and have conversations with people and, and, and not have it be considered unprofessional, not have it be considered, you know, that's all negative connotations Mm -hmm. surrounding it. So is there anything new that you're working on? Or do you have any plans in the future to share with us? I guess the thing that I can share right now is that um, I am now publishing episodes bi-weekly instead of monthly. For the first year, I just okay. wasn't sure how that schedule was going to work out. I wasn't sure about interviewing people and stuff like that. And so I, I tried to give myself time in between each episode. And it roughly came out that each episode came out about once a, once a month. Well, now that I have a better understanding, I have a better swing of things, uh, my episodes are going to be bi-weekly, and I'm working on um, doing, I don't want to call, they're they're smaller episodes, they're going to be solo episodes, but I need to come up with a better title than solo Mm -hmm. episodes, (laughs) where I (laughs) kind of address things, um, not necessarily in an interview style, but just sort of things that I've either learn through the world of audio, lessons, stories, that sort of stuff. So it's more me sharing things that I hope are helpful to people that pertain to the world of audio, if not specific techniques about audio. Because I feel like there are a lot of videos out there that tell you, hey, this is how you mix this. Hey, this is how you do X, Y, and Z. You know, like there's a lot of YouTube videos out there. There's a lot of tutorials. There's a lot of blogs there's a lot of you know just resources for people to be able to find out the technical side of things and so although I do want to talk about some technical things so this isn't like a strictly non-technical situation I do think it's important to talk about Mm -hmm. the world of audio in terms of you know women in audio minorities um, how do you handle having a business that is audio, especially if you're going to be a sole proprietor, if you're going to be a contract worker, what does that really mean? What does that really look like? You know, and just different stuff that people don't necessarily think of when they think, oh, I'm going to go into the world of audio. And so I I would like to kind of address some of those non-standard topics instead of it being like, this is how you mix a track. This is how you mix you know, if you're trying to make a beat, this is how you produce it. How do you do this? How do you do that? And so I think I, I want to talk about that stuff, but I also want to talk about the other stuff as well, the other side of audio. Right. That is, because it, it is a business. People like to pretend like it's not. They're like, it's creative. Yes. Yeah, it's creative, but it's still a business. Like, I mean, you still got to make money. Are you going to be poor? Oh my are you, are you going to be sitting there homeless right. because you are? No. <laughs> You need to make money. So what does that really mean? Like how much should you actually be expecting to get paid based off of your skills and how to determine that for yourself? Because you have to figure out what you believe you are worthy of and you have to figure that out for yourself. So I just want to talk about stuff like that as well as my interviews and as well as I think it'll just help people. I mean, that's my hope. My hope is that it helps. If it doesn't, well, you know. Yes, yes. I tried. <laughs> somebody, you know. I'm not an expert by any means, but I would like to share what I've learned in the hopes that people can also yes. learn and grow and do better. And I think that's a huge reason for why I do my podcast as well and why I like interviewing different people is because I want people to be able to learn from other people 
and they can share their stories. And if you get even just a little bit out of it, you know, then that's better than where you were before you listened to it. That that right there needs to be in the part that I, I share with everybody so they can tune in. <laughs> so my hope is, is that even if you aren't in audio and you do decide you want to check out my podcast, I hope that you get something out of it because there's principles about how to just live life and how to do business in general that I think that you can take. Um, not just business, but just how to interact with people in the world and other people's stories and how they've shared and how they've maneuvered in the world. Because I think that no matter what industry you're in, no matter what field, no matter what career path you're on, mm -hmm. you're going to come across things that are similar to some of the things that are talked about. And I think that that's worth sharing. And I think that that can be helpful, even if you aren't necessarily an audio. But also, because I'm just, I like to believe that I'm a fun person. I also just think listening to my podcast is fun, you know, just in general to toot my own horn. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You better say that. I mean, before we even get to this other part, I just want you to go ahead and, and share with people how they can reach you, like, and how they can con get in contact. With you. Uh, yeah, so I have a website. It, it's called beatsinabottle.com. Uh, for the record, it's beats like a music beat, not beats like the vegetable. I had somebody ask me that the other, like, a couple people asked me that the other oh, day. No. Like, oh, so it's beats like a vegetable? I'm like, why would it be beats like a vegetable? I don't know. But it's oh, not that. <laughs> it's not a beat like a vegetable. It's definitely like a music beat, okay? And there is an S. It's beats in a bottle, not beat in a bottle. Because some people yeah. were like, oh, there's no S, and I couldn't find you. And I'm like, there's definitely an S. So I just want to be clear on that. Um, oh so, yeah, you can find me on my yes. website. My website is beatsinabottle.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at beatsinabottle. You can also find my podcast at Let's Talk audio podcast on Instagram and yeah and so if you want to reach out to me those are the three places you can do it uh, you, and if you want to email me you can email me through my website just uh, fill out that form on the back um, and let me know you know and the form the last page where it says contact me you know write whatever you want it's fine it's just an email let me know <laughs> I'll read them even if it's just like oh my god I really enjoyed your interview that's cool too or if you want me to do something for you want me to add your podcast or consult or you know whatever want to talk mm. that's cool hit me up I have enjoyed this so much you just knocked the dust right off my <laughs> interviewing okay my interview oh, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad this was what I called the serious part of the interview that we just ended i don't know why i call it the serious part even though i feel like it's all been fun but we're gonna get to this random question section right here in the random question section you're just gonna answer the first thing that comes to your mind after i ask you the question don't ponder on it it's just the first thing okay. that comes to your mind okay here we go what is the first cd that you ever bought and i believe the have? first cd i ever bought was hillary duff's metamorphosis album and yes i still have it I think that was the first CD I ever bought. Oh my but don't goodness. quote me on that. It could have also been Usher My Way album. And I yes, oh. and yes, I still have that oh, one too. Way back. I have both of them. But I, I I it's one of the two in terms of bots, but I was given a lot of CDs over the years because I obviously love music and so some of them I can't remember if I bought them or if they were given. Yeah. So what is your favorite TV show? Oh man, I don't really have a favorite TV show, but a show that I've really been enjoying is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, on Amazon. What is a word or phrase that you often say? The devil's a lie. <laughs> the devil is a lie. 
if you had a special power? <laughs> oh my goodness, if I had a power. Um, I don't know. I've always I I feel like having power means more responsibility, and I don't know if I want more responsibility. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and this one, I have to know this, Tangie. I have to know this. How do you break the ice? With Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's just, it's awful. Um, no, I, I just start talking and we'll see what happens. If I'm being honest, uh, I just start talking to people and sometimes they respond. Sometimes they look at me like I'm crazy and walk away. I mean, what's the worst that happens? They walk away from you. I mean, oh, don't get me wrong. That's hurtful sometimes, but I mean, you move on, you know, and you talk to somebody else. Eventually you'll find somebody who wants to talk to you. So, and the final question. If you could be any character from any show, cartoon, movie, or book. Guys, I am the character, okay? I am my own character of my own story in my own life. I don't need to be nobody else. Oh, no. No. I am the character. Look. No. No. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I just feel like I'm so much on my own that why would I want to, like, I couldn't imagine, like, trying to be a different character. You know what I mean? I know that sounds like, I know that sounds like way more confident than I sometimes feel because I, I, don't get me wrong, I'm still a like insecure person and I have, you know, struggles that I have with insecurity. And so some days you'll catch me and I'll be like, oh my God, why? And some days you catch me and I'll be like, you look, let me tell you, I'm awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) But I ultimately feel like I am the character of my own movie, you know? Like, look, I don't need to be nobody else. Just stay true to you. Yes, ma'am. Please share again all your connects so we can find you again. For the people in the back <laughs> who missed it. Uh-huh. You. You back there. For you back there. You. I see you. Um, you can find me at my website, Beats in a Bottle. Beats like a music beat. Beats in a bottle dot com. You can also find me on Instagram at Beats in a Bottle. You can also find my podcast at Let's Talk Audio Podcast, also on Instagram. Yay! Thank you so much, Miss Tangela. And you are also welcome anytime to talk about anything. This is Character Tip Podcast. <laughs> I want to talk about it all. Deal. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Characters Here Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share this episode with everyone you know. And remember, don't be a stranger. Be a character. Be a character. Be a character.